Because there are definitely times where, especially if I'm like feeling great about my outfit and it's kind of weird and pushing a boundary, then I'm like, oh, look at these people. Like, <laughs> look at all these people out there who like are dressing to the standards. That's so great. Like, this is such a good one. This is so good. <laughs> it's the honesty. So- these are honest sort of things we like to keep secret. I, I know, yeah. I know. And I can just be like, <laughs> these people wearing these plain <laughs> outfits they think are just like in style. Like, what is the point? What's the point to dress like everyone else? I don't get it. Oh, it's so good. Hey everybody, welcome to No Small Thing. I'm Scott. And I'm Macy. Welcome to episode number 28. 28. Wow, 28. It's happening. This is the podcast where we uh, share one view and advocate for thinking about only one side of things. And we tell you the right way to think. This is not that <laughs> podcast. It's like a, a, I just bait you. <laughs> this is a podcast where we celebrate curiosity. Mm. And uh, so tonight's episode is a curious topic. Yes, it's no small thing. It's something do we want that to forego a, a drum all roll of our lives tonight? Is this maybe this isn't a drum roll worthy one? This is a low key. It's a low key. It's we want to prove topic. to the world that it's not always drum. Roll. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so tonight today's episode, whenever you're listening to this, is <laughs> style. Style. We debated calling it fashion or style, and we landed on style. Yeah. Because it's more than just clothes and fashion. It's, mm-hmm. I don't know what style necessarily connotates. It's an attitude. It's, it's Maybe a Maybe at philosophy. one point we should look up the word style. Oh, yeah. What does style, what's the definition of style? Don't know off the top of my head. Should I look it up? Sure. Oh. Hmm. All right. Are you looking this up? Yeah. I Ma- like Mace, to first well, Macy of all- is looking this up. Matthew just said some, something that's worth saying. Matthew said style is like a personal thing. Like, yes. Uh, a decision that you make on a personal level. Mm-hmm. And then fashion is a broader, big picture societal thing. At least that's my paraphrase of what Matthew said. I think that's so. And I think that's good. Slash earlier today, I mentioned that I was doing this topic for my podcast to someone and he was like, Oh, well, there's two different kinds of fashion. There's like fashion lowercase f and fashion oh. uppercase oh, f. Oh, oh, oh. Well, that just Which, brings up that brings up the the disclaimer. The disclaimer, disclaimer that we don't oh, we, we truly don't know. Don't know. We don't know. <laughs> We're we are the re- we hopefully are representing the common folk. The common folk. We we, we like Ordinary to talk people. about it, we like to think about it, but we don't know. We don't we're not coming at you as Truly, we're not coming at you as professionals. No, here. this is like... So I don't even know what that would mean. Two average Joes just yeah. chit-chatting, <laughs> popping off, being curious about style. style. <laughs> um, okay, Probably, wait. though, specifically regarding our clothes, just yeah. if we want to be clear. Our clothes. I think we're in agreement on that, right? I think so. Yeah. Maybe hair a little bit. Oh, yeah. Style, yeah. just your whole... A person's whole look. A person's look. A person's primarily look, talking aesthetic. about clothes, but we could also talk about hair and piercings and uh, your the, the way you walk, the way you walk, <laughs> the, the decisions you you've made about how you walk, <laughs> your your handwriting style. 
<laughs> All okay. those things. I'm going to read the definition okay. of style. This comes from Miriam Webster. Uh, the second definition for style, a distinctive manner or custom of behaving or conducting oneself. Distinctive manner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And tonight we are specifically talking about clothing. Clothing, yeah. So that's what our clarifying thing that we're saying is a decision we've made. Mm-hmm. We are in charge of this podcast. <laughs> and we're talking about style as it relates to our dress. Mm-hmm. We're not going to title this episode clothing. That'd be a boring, <laughs> a boring title. It could be, well, anything could be interesting. No small thing. No small thing. Okay, so I, so can I can I introduce the story? You can. Okay, so I'm going to introduce a story that started us on this journey of having this episode. Mm-hmm. So we had a Christmas party recently with our youth ministry volunteers. All the people. Pick up Macy on the way. <laughs> So it's in the car. It's Reuven, me, and Macy on the way to this party. Now, it's a Christmas party, probably about maybe 30 people, 30 people. And uh, I have chosen to wear a bow tie. <laughs> and I'm very proud of this. I was easily the most dressed up person. I, I tend to do this at times is wear a tie or a bow tie, a cardigan. Do you like being the most dressed up person? I've never thought of it that way. I like I like elevating the... The event, uh, not not by my presence. No, I know that. But makes by sense. I, it's me wearing a bow tie is the same as me lighting a candle or playing some music in the background. It's like let's make this special. This is just one little element, hmm. you know. Hmm. Okay, so everybody, picture <coughs> uh, it's late night, windy, dark, picking up Macy a- after work. Literally, I walked home from work, and the second I got home. Mm-hmm. Scott was at my house. Yeah. So she's been working with preschoolers all day and now she has to go to a big hectic Christmas party. Macy is dressed in all black <laughs> in her work clothes, essentially is what I, mm-hmm. whatever she was wearing for work. Not, a, she has no uniform. She's wearing her clothes for the day. Wearing my clothes for the day, which was all black. Yes. And you were, correct me if I'm wrong, if I'm using the right words, but I would say tired, mm-hmm. mildly angsty. Yeah, okay. for sure. Okay. I was uh, like suppressing angst, yes. if that makes sense, because I knew I was heading into somewhere and I shouldn't be as mm-hmm. angsty as mm-hmm. I was feeling. And we have to drive across town. I would say it's mm-hmm. about a 20 to 30 minute drive. Reuven's in the front seat. Dark. Dark. Macy's in the back. I I don't think at this point I've yet read any vibes yet. I, I'm kind of in my own world, driving to the party, ba 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 and I'm starting to just pop off about fashion. And I'm like, I wore a bow tie tonight. Uh. <laughs> and I, and this, is, this is where it comes to. We've already posted on our story tonight. This, I, it's going to conclude. This is the bookend of this, this episode. episode. <laughs> it's going to conclude with a bit of a discussion on this topic. Now, I said, I think dressing up is underrated. I've got my bow tie on. I'm very proud. And I'm like, you know, people should, people should wear nice clothes to parties. It's fun. It's festive. It says that we, you know, it's just underrated. We don't do it enough. It's a lost art. And I'm, and I didn't realize this was about to happen, but Macy disagreed. <laughs> and, and we had a discussion on the way to this event about clothes and dressing up and, and it, it meandered all. It just, it just, a, it's just like a little small thing places. episode. Uh, only we that you were actually for so long. I was slightly like, bothered. I was slightly bothered and <laughs> slightly not present. You and Reuben kept talking and I was a little bit trying to ignore the conversation. Yeah, Reuben was wearing an ascot. <laughs> Look that up. I'm not going to explain to you, but it's kind of like a bow tie. Um, so he was doing his own little festive thing. Mm-hmm. Now, what's your take on that moment? 
What's my take on that moment? Well, <laughs> or lay the groundwork for your opinion on um on uh, dressing up. <laughs> okay, I would more likely just I I don't like to dress up. Right. I personally don't like to. So it's more of my personal. I'm not like oh, it's totally over like underrated but i do think yeah dressing up is overrated i just don't see why we need to do it we're probably <laughs> uncomfortable <laughs> well in a little bit we're going to talk about philosophy and that seems to be a driving philosophy for you is comfort comfort is a driving mm-hmm. philosophy i also just i get really anxious when mm-hmm. things are more formal and so like dressing up is like an anxiety and do something oh. sometimes now that makes sense this is the problem with macy and me with our with elements of this podcast where we're trying to banter. <laughs> Part of what makes us bad banterers is we're too sensitive to each other. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's a good reason. <laughs> good. Oh, I understand. It's really hard to be like, oh, that's dumb. No, you're dumb. You know, and we're going to banter. You know, it's like, it's really hard. We'll, well, we'll have to lean uh, into but there's it. But a, there's a good growth Heckling. point for me, I think, because mm-hmm. I shouldn't get as nervous as I do at like formal events or yeah, but I can relate to that. Here I go, not bantering. But like, <laughs> if, no. if 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 it, if it's if there's a if there's a connection in your mind to something that's like adultish and serious and heavy and weighty and important, and it's like dressing up automatically would mm-hmm. make you feel like oh, and when 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 if it's a party, especially, you should be feeling the most comfortable. Right. So, that's gosh. That's my thought. We're gonna have to just kind of like act our way through our banter. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, uh, we want to banter on this podcast a little more. Some last we week we had a very serious episode. Our Joanna episode was fairly serious. This is an attempt to be a little bit more lighthearted tonight. So mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna, gonna try and be yeah, lighthearted. We're gonna try. So it just uh, in that uh, in that in that little discussion too, just as a taste of where this could be going, is uh, we had some philosophical discussions about hoodies. We had. Why do what what where, what are hoodies? What are the point of hoodies? Why do we like hoodies? Where do they come from? What size should they be? Why <laughs> how, why are they comfortable? Everybody had a different opinion. We Ruben all had a different, different opinion. opinion because yeah. I think it's we you and I both approach the hoodie so differently. <laughs> yes, what a crazy <laughs> sentence, but it's true. <laughs> like everybody, I've never do you think? Do you think of about this? A hoodie the way you had thought about it that night, and it kind of in my. <laughs> Did you realize there's. Different ways to think about it hoodies, tainted, everybody. It tainted my views on hoodies in some sense. <laughs> it kind of like made them lose a little like oh, luster. No. I know. This is a good tease. Sad. People I bet are like, what are they talking about? <laughs> We're going to talk about that. We're gonna. This is meant to tease the episode. This so. is a good tease. Okay. Wow, that is a good tease. So. Okay, <laughs> welcome to style. We're going to meander around the topic style. Um Coming up, we're going to talk about our style stories. Mm-hmm. What a nice way of putting that. Mm-hmm. And our style philosophies. And then we're going to talk about style icons and influences eventually. And then we're just going to lean on into the banter. And uh, we'll probably also talk about style and any great We're going to try to not be so sensitive towards each other and mm-hmm. considerate and kind. <laughs> we're going to try to be meaner. Are we going to be mean? I don't know. We can. It's not in us. It's not in our we're gonna DNA. Drag. We're going to try to be mean. <laughs> we're going to try to be mean to each other. Um, okay. So this is coming up. After the break, we're going to we're going to have a little bit of a discussion about our personal philosophy about fashion. That's coming up. Oh, 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 
back and we're this is chapter two <laughs> chapter two and this is origin story and philosophy origin story of our styles origin and maybe what we like what fashion was like for us as kids styles and vibes styles and vibes mm-hmm. yeah should we start with you mm. young scott i have some things to say and i have a story to me that's very important Ooh, yay you've heard this i think but i'll okay. just pump it up great um well first of all my mom is an artist yes and she, from an early age, took her style and our style very seriously. Now, that's another thought. That's another whole big mm. thing. This is another parenting thought. Hmm. I often hear that the things you're made to do growing up, typically, it can, it can go both ways. But, oh, okay. Let me re-say this sentence. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, this is anecdotal. I don't have any scientific proof of this, what I'm about to say. But okay. oftentimes the things that we're made to do that we don't like, we end up liking. Oh, so I know what this is. If your parents made you hike and you hated it, well, now you're an adult and you like hiking. So the parents win, sort Sorry of. Sorry about it. Yeah. Um, I imagine that's how it is with kids that don't like practicing their instruments but then love playing their instruments growing up. Who knows? Mm-hmm. All that to say... My mom, this is this will we'll talk a little bit more about this later. Made us dress up a lot. Oh, I interesting. Hated you hated it. Yes. See, you hated it. But now, okay. You know, so who knows what that is? But so so dressing up, but clothes in general were something we talked about. Okay. And I think my mom in particular would sort of pump it up, especially as we're approaching school. Mm-hmm. New school year starting. We're gonna go school clothes shopping. It wasn't like. My mom, especially now that I look back on it, wasn't the type that was like, we're going to get some underwear. We're going to get some jeans. We're going to get the essentials. It's like, what are we going to get? This Mm. is going to be a fun trip. Here's your money. You get to choose. And it was like this big event. Wow, that's exciting. Yes, it was really exciting. Wow. And so I think every year I could look back and think there was an item or two that not only was I looking forward to getting, but but became very important to me Mm. as that new school year approached. Mm. But... My wow, that's kind of cool. I think it's kind of cool. It's a nice memory. It's not a sad, harsh, <laughs> a nice disturbing memory. memory. It's a nice memory. <laughs> and I remember one of the biggest items was, and I think everybody can picture this in their head, and I think I was in, I would guess, the third grade. Wow. Sometimes Little in the story, Scott. I'm second grade, but I think it's third grade. And it was a pair of those slip-on black and white checked vans. Oh, yes, yes. Yes, and I was so excited, and we got them. And I remember it was the day before school, the school year. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I slept the whole night. The box was by my bed. <laughs> I, I slept. I had. I was the oldest child. I had my own room. The box was on the floor by my bed with the shoes out and on top of the box. And I sat up all night and stared at them. No way. Yes. Yes. And I just could not wait to wear them to school. I could not wait to put them on my feet. I love the smell of them. And it, it it's oh odd gosh. to think that that impulse 
yeah. has not changed. Like you still stay up I can every be, night, all no, night, no, but looking at your I shoes. I can get to sleep, but I but I can obsess over something. Mm-hmm. And I yes, have story after story after story of clothing items I've obsessed over. Like your own clothing items. Mm-hmm. Or things I'm thinking about getting. Hmm. Now, I, here's, a, here's another quick disclaimer. I'm going to do this as quick as possible. Yeah. I don't want to have to give a bunch of disclaimers tonight about how, it, uh, if this is moral or if it's good for us to be thinking about clothes oh. or is this materialistic? Like, let's just assume Macy and I think about that. We, we, we know, we, we know we don't want to overdo it with clothes or fashion or, right, 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 right. or idolizing clothes or putting too much stock into what we wear. That's all assumed. Let's just assume. That's all assumed. And then we're just going to full steam ahead with our fun conversation. (laughs) Because (laughs) if you just throw it out the window, then you miss a lot of fun. Yes. And we're here for the fun part of style. Yeah. So it's it's a part of our freaking lives, everybody, regardless. mm -hmm. Whether you want to admit it or not. We need to insert that Devil Wears product quote. Oh, yes. I, I'm looking at everybody out there in the world. They're all thinking about it. They're all, now, we're all thinking about it regardless maybe, of we're aware of it or not. Yes. There's maybe one or two people I could say right now on this podcast that I know don't or aggressively try not to have fashion or style be a part of their life. And that's basically Frederick and Byron. Hmm. <laughs> Frederick probably even more so. But they they do have a style. They think about it and they have a style. But they, if you said that, they would they would aggressively double down on everything they're trying to do to prove that they don't have a style or care. Hmm. So a style in itself. A style in itself. I agree. I'd love to talk about Frederick. Okay, so Scott smells his shoes. Uh, yeah, that's 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 a bit of the origin story. <laughs> School clothes shopping with my mom, dressing up for special events, which I was angry about at the time, but eventually grew to love. And Van's shoes. Obsessive about a single item. That's my brief. What about story. white sneakers? Um, I, Wasn't I, that your mom too? Yeah, my mom. I I think she had a thing with white sneakers, but it's not. It's not like my mom in, invented that or came up with the concept. White sneakers tend to be sort of a a nod to some sort of preppy look. I think of some mm-hmm. kind. I don't. I'm not. This is where Scott dresses preppy. Everybody, yeah, in case yeah. you didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> this is where. This is where we truly become normies or everyday hmm. what do you say normal joes what do you say average, average joes. Folk, I, I don't know the origin of the white sneaker who started oh, doing yeah, that started where did that? it become is it an Nantucket thing is it <laughs> i don't know was it an east coast thing but it does seem to to signify something preppy about wearing white shoes hmm. i'm wearing white shoes tonight white tennis shoes I typically I always own a white. I wore white sneakers t- today. Yes, that's my go. first time. I don't. I've never really had white sneakers before mm. that. It's a very clean look. It's a very nice. Mine are not very clean. clean. Even if they're dirty, I think I think a white pair of shoes is a very nice, clean hmm. look. I don't. Know, I don't want to get too distracted by the concept of white shoes, but but <laughs> we love the white yeah. shoes. It, it, it's a, it's just a nice. Yeah, I won't. That's it. Why don't you get into a Macy origin story? <laughs> I don't really know my origin. Well, I guess I kind of know my origin Where did you story. come from? Um, I had a very strange style growing up. Oh, oh, oh. So I'm preppy. How would you describe your style? We did this on our Instagram. Okay. Well, you're more than preppy. Mm-hmm. How would you describe your style as more than preppy? Because you're... Well, we don't want to get too much into that because that will be icons, I think. Oh, my gosh. But okay. Just a general... With the audience, how would probably well chaotic in its nature. Chaotic in its nature. Um, not a not a not a constant theme, not a consistent theme, not a through line. No. Aside from Twenty One Pilots, um, <laughs> relatively maybe like 
punkish. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Maybe. Relatively. Um, I don't know. It depends on the day. I wore t-shirts and like leggings or t-shirts and jeans a lot, mm-hmm. like very average outfits, but it's always kind of weird. Yeah. You always put a weird twist on it. It's always just a little strange. Yeah. Um, that's kind of my style, I guess. It's hard that's to describe good. my style. And even as a kid, it was hard to know my own style. Mm-hmm. That's kind of my story is I never really, I don't know, had, it took me a long time to have confidence to like express my style. I grew up in for the longest time, only wanted to wear my brother's hand-me-downs and only boy clothes mm. for so, so, so now, long. Now we're getting to an origin story. An origin yeah. story. What's that? You often play around with gender when in your dress. In my dress. Yeah. That's a part of you my, you use the word butch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I was a young kid, I definitely... Oh, you said you didn't wear dresses. I Yeah. like. Yeah. Is there an origin story for that? I'm interrupting you, but I want to know. Well, I definitely, like, re- I, I didn't necessarily refuse to wear them, but I definitely begrudgingly wore them. And my mom, like, would say, like, oh, you didn't like to wear dresses. And eventually I just stopped, like... I'm so curious. Wearing- what didn't you like about dresses? I don't know. Hmm. I think I didn't like dressing girly. Mm. But then every once early in a while, age. An early, early age. Oh yeah, an early age. Oh, I'm so yeah, this is very fascinating. Um maybe maybe that's we want to talk about Enneagram a little later, but do you think that's early Enneagram? Is it early four? I don't know. I don't really know what it would necessarily be. What's the thought? It doesn't feel natural. It doesn't I don't want to be like everybody else. I don't like the way a dress feels. What is it? Dress. I think Sorry. I really do think a lot of it was the like sense of it being like a girly thing. Hmm. Um, I was like very expected. I don't know if it was because it was expected. I just preferred being more sporty, like more Hmm. like down and like I didn't want to wear something like frilly or something that like I don't know, girl like a dress felt dainty in a sense. Mm. I didn't want to be that. Wow, this is so interesting to think about. Were there arguments? Would you and your mom have arguments? No, Put I don't. Put this dress on. We bought this specifically for you. I don't remember intense <laughs> arguments. And I don't I'm think I'm not trying that, to impersonate Janet. That's a generic mom. Um, I don't think that I, like, my parents were particularly pushy in a certain way. I think society was probably the biggest, okay. like, teller of, like, what, a person should wear and like our parents are of course like a part of that in buying Mm -hmm. kids clothes. But I think my parents did a relatively good job of like, they eventually just let me wear basketball shorts and t-shirts all the time. Good job, Bill and Janet. And I would go through these like weird, I just like had the weirdest style. I never was normal. The more I think some pictures, I think you should post some pictures. (laughs) Um, Anybody cares. I had these, this one beanie that I think I wore like for maybe three years. That was just this Mm. black beanie with, all the world flags around it, the rim. Wow. That's all I would so wear. So what was always. that? Was that a fashion decision or was it a comfort decision? Both? I think I've always liked covering my head and having okay. something like, ooh, like a covering. But I don't know what the decision was. I was probably like ages seven to nine. And I just, I liked the look of it. It was like this random weird thing. Nobody else had it. I think that's part of it too. Um, but I also, gosh, thinking back, I had the weirdest style. I would, I was probably like f- fourth through sixth grade, would 
every single day tie different colored ribbons around my t-shirts and just do something completely different every single day. What are you talking about? Like if you had like a t-shirt. Tying ribbons ribbons. (laughs) on your Mm t-shirts. I don't know Mm -hmm. what you're talking about. (laughs) Where? Like on the sleeves. Like you could tie. (laughs) (laughs) A ribbon I've never heard of that. Like one like sleeve up to this and one sleeve up to this. And I remember one time somebody came up to me. I can't even picture it. And I wasn't like. What, What grade? This right in the picture, the story I'm telling right now, yeah. I think fifth grade. I can okay. like vividly remember where I was in the play yard. And I was a weird kid and I still am a weird person and I dress <laughs> strangely. I wasn't like particularly picked on for being weird though. I definitely like had friends and I just like it was fine. But this one time someone came up to me and they were mad at me about some soccer thing. And their only insult was, your bows are ugly. You always have weird bows. Oh, roasted. <laughs> roasted for my bows. <laughs> um, but I think they were wrong. I liked my bows. <laughs> so you, it, it, it was like you're impervious to that insult. You yeah, like, nice I don't try, think buddy. I cared I like that my much. Bows. Yeah, and I remember what I was wearing that day. And I was wearing a Mary Poppins shirt that said supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Wow. And I had bows in and I was like, no, this is a good bow look. (laughs) (laughs) My kids, this is like how you and I are so similar sometimes. My kids make fun of me for this story. But like I wasn't bullied for, I I think maybe you and I might be similar in this sense. But boys are different. Like I was like sort of impervious to bullying. Hmm. I I think looking back, I was, there were points where I was probably getting bullied and didn't realize it. Hmm. Hmm. Um, That's interesting. Yeah, I don't know. And I just remember this one time I told my kids, uh, for the first day of school, I was really excited about this. I wore a, a Tigger shirt hmm. oh, with a Tigger I, on the front. <laughs> and these guys came up to me and was like, stupid shirt. And they slammed my head in a door <laughs> and it really hurt. But I wasn't, it, it was like, God. it was like painful, <laughs> like getting my, and it was getting my head slammed in this door, but it wasn't like um, sad. Like I wasn't like, <laughs> oh, they hurt my feelings because I had the same feeling you feeling about the bows. I was like. This is a cool tear shirt. Well, you're your loss. Like you're you know? lost. Yeah. You're a little bit wrong, <laughs> yeah. I think. I wasn't um, like, oh, shoot, why did I wear this? Oh, gosh. I was like, wow. Yeah. This tigger shirt is really triggering these dopey dudes. These guys. <laughs> that is so interesting. I think I'm okay. I'm now still looking I back. still can't picture the ribbons. I think that's worth a picture. I mean, I, 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 I can see one. it. I can, I'm trying my best to see it, but one of the things, and you step in here but like i do you think i've seen that have people <laughs> seen someone wearing <laughs> bows on their t-shirt i can't even picture I it think it's not like i'm like I'm, i've worked mid- in youth ministry i'm not like oh yeah that thing girls do where they wear bows on their sleeves like they, playing the cup game you know if you said i played the cup game <laughs> at camp i'd be like yeah i know what that is I don't know. I bows think maybe sleeves. in mid 2000s. Like I I think it was relative. No, I definitely It's not like, woven in. The more I think back on my own style, I definitely have always wanted to do some weird thing that's yeah. not necessarily in step yeah. with style. I admire that. Um so that was definitely a part of my fashion. By the time I hit middle school, gosh, I did not know what I was doing. Middle school was rough for me. Okay. I didn't get made fun of or anything, but I definitely look back and I'm like, oh gosh, I probably middle school through high school. Um, what, what were you wearing? I was wearing, I started to dress normal. Oh, uh-oh. I started to like slowly you lost yourself lose my like sense of whatever. What, what was your, what was your mindset? Waking up in the morning. 
Here I go. Comfy. Comfy. Okay, probably. but it wasn't making a statement. No, it wasn't making a statement. The only place in like probably high school that I would make statements is on like sports where I felt probably more comfortable where I always wore like big high pigtails mm, in I, high I, school. I've seen pictures of that. Like that was like kind of my look. Mm-hmm. That's um, that's a little that's a little early for peeking through there. I think so too. And I think a part of my style and a part of something that I do like about my style is I really remain childlike at times mm. and I'm always inspired by kids' looks mm. and I try not to be like limited by adult clothes and adult colors. Yes. And I think in high school I was like, like why can't you wear freaking pigtails? Like just yes. because I'm in high school, what does that like all of a sudden it's like got to be more mature with a certain like braid or like ponytail. Get that out of here. <laughs> yeah. And you've never seen Arrested Development. No. Uh, for anybody listening that watches Rest Development, sometimes this reminds me of season three where Michael is dating Charlize Theron, hmm. um, and she has a kid style for many reasons that I won't reveal for spoiler alerts. Hmm. But um, she also has a backpack and has a very childlike, uh, whimsical pigtail style. Hmm. And sometimes when you're talking about this, it reminds me that in some ways but but you know i think your origin story and your arc is slightly different than mine in the sense that like i'm still sort of dressing and hearkening back to something that got shaped very early on Hmm. Mm -hmm. my my style hasn't really evolved much It, it evolves slightly with the times based on like what may be coming out or trending in quotes Mm -hmm. but you now i'm so curious yeah Pigtails. Pigtails. And then here comes senior year. Here comes college. Here comes, here comes uh, coloring your hair. Here comes shaving your head, hair. All the new, all the style things that we know of Macy now. When did that start happening? Yeah. So how? How? That's a why? great question. How? <laughs> why? What? Um. I okay. I think that the. High school is a very crazy time. High school and early college, I really didn't know who I was. And I think that's like what high school is for so many people. But I just kind of fell into being a normie, which is I'm not really a normie. And so by the time I... Nothing wrong with normies. Nothing wrong with normies. Using that... We're all normies. We're all normies. I don't even know what I mean by that. But like I... you At least in your dress, you definitely don't want to dress like somebody else. Right, right. And in high school, I kind of just, in early college, like thinking back, me and my like doormates used to joke about how like I really was just the ultimate like whatever plain kind of things that were somewhat like okay and like past, like so simple. That was, that was my clothing okay. by the time I was in early college. And I don't really know what had happened that I lost my funness. Um, hmm. And then college was just interesting. For, I want to say for you. For, For some people, funness might just be wearing the everyday garb. It's true. Yeah. It's true. So that's that's there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. That's what we want to make sure we say. That's what we're about on this podcast. Right. And the reason why we're going so You're discovering depth- Macy. Yeah, and I think the reason why we are going so in depth for this is because we in, we want to encourage other people to think more and like think introspectively about their own I, style. Give permission. Like, yeah, think about your own story and like give yourselves permission to have a full conversation about how you came to be and wear what you wear. Mm-hmm. So, I'm in college. I don't know what truly happened. It all I think happened 
kind of at once. I know at one point I got rid of all of my clothes. Whoa, I remember that. Yeah. Um, Here it goes. Getting rid of all the clothes. Get, I got rid of like basically everything. That was like except, a materialistic thing. It was a materialistic thing. It was like a, what am I doing with all purge. these clothes? A purge, a very big purge. But I think that while the reason was to be like a good person, I <laughs> gave away all my clothes and things like that. I think ultimately it was a good cleanse and like a re you're like, Oh, what am I going to, what do I want to dress? Like mm. I can choose, mm. I can be whatever. Um, I think it, I had been so like swallowed up by other people's and like what I should dress like and for a long time. And then I finally just started to give myself more permission and then I got my nose pierced and everything went Whoa. hectic from there. on. Whoa. That yeah. did it. That was definitely the big move. <sighs> and how did that decision come about? Oh, no. <laughs> is that bad? It was kind of a really chaotic way. I'm like, what is that face? Uh, well, I kind of like stuff you can't say on the podcast. Or something? No, I can say it. It's just so my my parents really didn't. It wasn't like allowed technically okay. for me to get this, okay. and I wasn't allowed to get tattoos. Even though you're an adult, even though I'm an adult, but my parents did like help me with like college, and they like okay. support. Like they're just, I don't know. I'm. I like following rules. It's not mm. like in that you, sense. You have a strange relationship with following rules. I do. I do. Cause you kind of like it. And I kind of like don't. it, but there's like, there's certain rules that my parents instilled and like the no tattoos and piercings until you graduate college was like, a I'm huge looking one. at a person with multiple piercings and some tattoos folks. And <laughs> <laughs> I like kind of convinced my parents to let me get this. Although it was kind What's of it called again, a septum piercing, a septum piercing. And I caught my dad at like a very emotional time and I didn't know it at the time. And so he agreed to let me get it. And I got it within like two hours of him agreeing. So it was like, you said I could, I got it. And like, it was just so fast. And my parents were very upset about it, Wow. which wow, we've had a lot of discussions about because it's my own choice and my own like body. So that was like a huge step in terms of like kind of probably taking control and ownership of my own like this is what I want to look like and this is what like my own style and it matters that I like have a say in it. So taking control. Taking control. I got my septum pierced and then from then on uh probably started to feel like give, give myself more permission to be like like aesthetically emo or aesthetically punkish and not be like so like Oh, normal, nice. Like, I don't know. I don't even know those are the words we want to use. Normal, nice. I don't know uh, the right words. You, you, you just just stepping into the, the, the type of clothing and style that feels right for you. Yeah, I think yeah. that's a good way of putting it. Because I wasn't dressing what was normal for me for mm-hmm, so long. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, yeah, I just started to, like, have more freedom. And I started to give myself a lot more permission to be, like, more find myself in my style and like express myself like self-expression became super important and I started dyeing my hair all different colors another big origin story I don't know if people know this out there and no small thing but Macy if you see pictures on Instagram she shaves her head she dyes her hair she she's always doing something to her hair Gotta do something to your hair. Every week, something different. <laughs> it's not, <laughs> it cannot stay the same ever. <laughs> it's not every week. It's not every week, I would like to point out. <laughs> That's debatable. I mean, it's uh, often. 
it's it's typically changing. Well, I guess unless you're in a in, unless you're a buzz cut phase, mm-hmm. it can be buzzed for a few months without any change, obviously. Mm-hmm. But if you have hair, you're gonna you're gonna start playing around with it. It's true. If I have any bit of hair, yeah. I start dyeing it and doing stuff. Yeah, which again um, for you is really fun. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I think I started to realize that clothing and your like way you dress can be like a form of art mm-hmm. and a form of expression. So once I started like really leaning into that, well, that's all I can. That's just so much more fun. It's just so much more fun to, I don't know. Yes. Be really creative with your clothes. So, this so is I try I to be. Think, uh, th- if you know something about us, about our origin story, our philosophy, which we're about to talk about, mm-hmm. our icons and inspirations, mm-hmm. um, that if you just keep listening, it will set it. This will all build to something where you'll understand why we're saying certain things and discussing in the way we're discussing. That's what I'm saying. We're building up. We're building up so you know all of. We're giving you more information so you understand the landscape of this conversation. Oh, that makes sense. I think so. I mean, part of part of it is just the fun of just having this conversation. Yeah. But we are all coming from a very unique place yeah. with our opinions, not just on style and fashion. Mm-hmm. And we're delving into some of the backstory of our mm-hmm. opinions. I think one of the things that bothers me about people in general is when they say an opinion like it's the opinion. Mm-hmm. And, and isn't it so obvious? And I'm like, there's always at least 10 more ways to see it. I see it a certain way, but even I'm willing to admit that my way is probably not right. Right. And when we know a little bit about why we think the way we think, it starts to make a little bit more sense. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I also want to say this. Ooh. I feel like I just want to put it out there. Like, however you dress, the way you dress, and your story is like, the best thing for you. I think for, as I'm look, thinking back the way telling the story, dressing in like a very subdued or unassuming way is great for certain people. And like for so many people, that's the, I like what their best way to self-express. I know for me, that was just so, that's just the way I can't do that. I feel like yes. it's somewhat impossible. Yes. Well, we're. I think the next little chapter here is where you get a little bit into the Enneagram. Ooh, a little but into that's, the Enneagram. That's, we're, we're doing it with our audience, too, everybody. I, I, see, I hope you see what's happening. <laughs> Macy and I are too sensitive sometimes. <laughs> like, I would love to just be like, normies, and, and like, that would be funny for people, but we can't do it. We feel bad. <laughs> Who Who's actually going to have their feelings hurt? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'm not using the word. We're I don't think neither one of us are true. using the word normie, which I'd like to just lean into in I a like derogatory, no, mean spirited, no. judgmental way. No, we're just using it in a way of like, it's something that's not for us. Well, somebody could come right back at one of us, especially Macy and say, Oh, special, different, oh, unique. Oh, oh you, the cool all. person, quote unquote. Oh, you know, the, the edgy, the oh, edgy you know. or the, like the emo. You think you're so cool, you know? Okay. <laughs> Poser. Whatever. Please yeah. come at me. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Well, it's just, everybody can dress how they want. If you want to be, yeah, everyone can dress I, how I mean, they want. honestly, out of Macy, I mean, I probably dress the most normie out of any. Scott does dress pretty yeah. normie. I try to have fits right what you would expect own, for a youth pastor in yeah, Seattle. For my own self, I try to have a little something now and then that helps 
differentiate a little bit mm-hmm. from just a standard 40-year-old man in Seattle. But in general, I blend in with the best of them, you know. And in Seattle, I blend in. Mm-hmm. I think in Seattle. Debatable. I definitely think. Matthew went like this. He he, he <laughs> kind of said, he did a hand gesture that kind of said, eh, not If right. I were to go to somewhere like, I don't know. When I go home, even Sacramento, I stand out more. I can't think of going to like Neptune or Numos or the Tractor or Showbox and seeing a big crowd of people with long, knee-high puppy dog socks. (laughs) (laughs) I can't see that. There they are. Oh, this is where they all hang out. (laughs) Macy put that on her Instagram. That's what she wears. Is that something? Am I out of it? Do people, are there a big group of Seattleites that do a that? A big group? I've no, never seen it. No, but never I'm just seen saying, it. I do think also moving to Seattle helped me to celebrate my own personal style because there's so many different style influences in Oh, so, you, I mean, you fit in the sense that you're uh, dressing uniquely, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. So, we're, that's, that's chapter two, everybody. We're at 45 minutes. Oh, no. This is how easy this one is. <laughs> uh, so, the next... Coming up, we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about our philosophy and observations about style. Okay. Oh, philosophy! That was supposed to be in that section. I know, but we went so hard. Whoops. <laughs> Whoops, the daisies. So, um, coming up, we have some some reflections, thoughts, philosophies, starting points for the way that we think about fashion, fashion. Style. style. We're gonna talk, talk about that coming up next. Catch you later. <laughs> Here we go. Just so you know, <laughs> this episode, um, we have so much to say. Too many thoughts. <laughs> too many, thought train. Too many, too many thoughts. Uh, so this is going to be some personal philosophies slash observations about style. Mm-hmm. Do you want to start? Um, sure. Okay. Okay. I would say. Pontifications. Pontifications. That's what's happening. You're pontificating <laughs> about style. Um, okay. So I work as a preschool teacher. And then Enneagram. That's this section. Okay. We're going to, we're going to weave that in. Okay. So I work as a preschool teacher and I work with curious, curious people because Mm -hmm. I work with little four-year-olds and three-year-olds. Little baby pure curiosity. Curiosity. And I had a conversation recently with a class. I had a com- this conversation multiple times during a week, basically, mm-hmm. with this one class, all about self-expression and personal style. Ooh. It was mostly just them being very curious about my earrings and what I was wearing and my hair choice. Yes. And then me having asking them about their choices and having all these discussions. And in the whole conversation... So pure, so wholesome. Very pure, very wholesome. We love preschoolers. Um, Preschoolers are the sweetest. They're also kind of mean. Um, So in having this discussion, it really was 
a helpful way for me to think through why do I do what I do and why do I care? Like, why does it matter to have this conversation and what what do I want to share with these young folk about style slash fashion? And I think in the whole the whole conversation and leading up to it kind of got to the point of just self-expression of like a, a, philo- a philosophy that I have a style is that it should be your like you do your best at self-expression. Why do we care about what we're doing in terms of our clothes is because on some level it's a way that we can communicate to the world and to others who we are and like kind of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Enhance or not enhance in like a, Ooh, make yourself better, but like a draw out what you love about yourself and Mm. your best features and what you love and what you think is cool. Mm. Like we dress for ourselves. Um, yes. And that's kind of like a philosophy that I was having and trying to explain of like, they were like, why do you have like so many different kinds of earrings? uh, No, I'll just say that's a Macy philosophy. Yeah, this maybe is it's something you're philosophy. advocating for. Maybe I, I don't, don't know. know. Who knows? All a you're doing is talking about yourself. A pontification, <laughs> free form. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess a philosophy or like they were asking me, why do you have so many different earrings? And like, I just think it's fun to have all different kinds. It's fun, and I just get bored of having like the same things. Like, mm-hmm. I would rather have multiple and just be able to have all different kinds. And I was explaining that, and I just think. Uh, a philosophy that I have and was kind of trying to share was that it's, it's a way for us to like style is a way for us to like show up, like, uh, the way we're, we visually represent ourselves matters. It's, it's like an art. It's, it's, it's like its extension. own art. Yeah. It's like a way to be creative and a way to <sighs> put yourself like out there in a fun way. Yeah. Now everybody will know. Well, not everybody. Many people will know what I'm talking about. I can't remember this author's name, so everybody's going to judge me and be like, it's so-and-so, Scott. But it, the guy who wrote The Alchemist, mm-hmm. Paolo something, I think. I forget his name. I don't know. But um, I was listening to an On Being episode, a, a podcast recommendation, everybody. It's Ooh. a podcast called On Being. So an official No Small Thing podcast recommendation. They have an interview with the guy that wrote The Alchemist. And he... Beautiful story. Interesting story. Very successful author. Wasn't always that way. Go listen to the episode for more about that. But one of the things he says that's very intriguing is every day he wakes up, he d- he asks himself, who am I today? Ooh. Oh, boy. Ooh, what a good thought. question. Yeah, yeah. Who am I today? And it's kind of, I just thought about that based on what you're saying about your clothes and your piercings and your hair and it's it's like there's something about it that's that's it, to me when I hear you talking, it's saying something along the lines of, "I'm different today. Mm-hmm. Maybe I was that yesterday. That's not who I am today. Today yeah. I'm this. Today I'm this. And it's my choice. And it's your choice. And you can be and you can be someone who yesterday wore like a t-shirt and baggy sweatpants outfit, and the next day wear a girly outfit, and that's mm-hmm. fine. Who you are, you can be whatever. Now, if we want to no lean into rules. Enneagram talk, that seems no like it'd be very scary and threatening to certain personality types. <laughs> yeah, but could be fun and liberating. Could be. Very well could you be. You never know. Very well could be. I, I feel but like I'm probably, a little... Probably to a six, you advocating for what you're advocating for in terms of how you dress and live would feel to them mm-hmm. the way it would feel to you if they said wear the same skirt and blouse every single day, 
It might be liberating, Macy. It might be fun. You might like fitting and try it. It's fun for me. <laughs> and you'd be like, oh. <laughs> I'm trying to think of McKaylee, who we're going to have on as a six. And I do not think she's here for the different looks every single day. That's probably true. But maybe, maybe be open we invite you into the thinking and maybe this is my philosophy of style of that. It's like your style is an art form. Yeah. Like invite you into thinking of it in terms of like, why not invite to, to think if it feels too threatening, <laughs> here we go being sensitive again. Here we go. Don't, don't worry about it. If it's just too hectic and, but, but if it sounds like a little fun, experiment with it a little bit. Yeah. Maybe you're already doing it and you're better than us. So Please tell us about tell that. Us about that. <laughs> We'd be interested. God, <laughs> someone out there. Okay. What's your, I don't know if that you was know, a philosophy, but. Well, I would say maybe I'll just lean into the Enneagram. I'll introduce Enneagram okay. thoughts into this. I'm very cognizant of how <laughs> I think everybody, this is no small thing podcast. Maybe if you're tuning in for the first time, something we talk about is the Enneagram and we're not going to explain it here. <laughs> I've said that many times. We don't have time. So here we go. We're going to lean right into some heavy Enneagram talk. I'm a okay. five observer thinker. Um, one of the things fives want to know is that they feel capable and mm-hmm. that they've mastered something. Mm-hmm. They want to feel knowledgeable. Mm-hmm. One, of the, one of the worst things for five, and this isn't necessarily a good thing. This would be a growing edge for me is to be caught off guard, not knowing mm-hmm. something. Yeah. So, to, so like for me, this isn't necessarily fashion oriented. I, I have always been since I can think of sixth grade, like a glutton for news. I wake mm. up in the morning. I would wake up in the morning. I got to watch the news. Got to read the news. I got to read 10 headlines. I've got to hear all the commentary on it. I don't know why, even as I'm mm. saying it. Mm. That's interesting. I don't want to be caught off guard. I don't want anybody to ever come up to me and say, did you hear that Donald Trump tweeted? And I go, I don't, I didn't hear about that. I want to be like, I did. Yeah, I did hear about that. I know about that. You know, I don't want anybody to be like, there's a new movie coming out. Did you know they got bad reviews? I'm like, I already know that. <laughs> you gotta know it I, all. I've got to know it before oh I step gosh, out my this door. Is so deep Isn't within that weird? you. <laughs> so again, everybody, I'm not saying that's a good thing. It's just an acknowledgement. Now, when you tie that to fashion, it becomes mm. very interesting. And these are these are new thoughts that I've had as I've gotten to know the Enneagram, but I can easily tie it and know that this is true. A lot of the way I decide to dress, and I think this also has to do with being a five wing four. Mm-hmm. Here I go. Here he goes. Heavy sigh, everybody. I'm I'm sighing because I'm going to try to condense something that could be a three-hour speech into something that may last for two minutes. We'll see how long this lasts. (laughs) Good luck. (laughs) Here we go. Um, I like a little bit of flair here and there. I like something that stands out, but not too much. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Here's how it works in my world. I, I don't inhabit spaces around Seattle that would be considered edgy. I work at a church, so everybody mm-hmm. knows. So by and large, in general, people are dressing in a very particular way. I, it's a, it's a middle-class, white, suburban, Presbyterian church. Mm-hmm. So people are dressing in that way. Um, and I'm approaching 40. I'm a 40-year-old man living in Seattle. <laughs> so here's how it works. Here is how, how it works. How does it work? Um, if you're paying attention to fashion, treating it the same way I treat the news, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. And what's you do com- pay attention to it. What's coming down the pike? 
Yeah. What's happening on the runways? What are people talking about? Okay. So now here it goes. Here we go. I'll just talk about the sweatshirt I'm wearing. This just happened. An interaction that happens with me on a, on a pretty regular basis happened with my brother just coming into town. Now I have read and seen that sweatshirt styles in particular are getting baggier, hmm. which I appreciate because it's more comfortable. And it also reminds me of my of middle 90. school years, which was in the nineties. So this is a Filson sweatshirt that's a little baggier. So here's how it works. It, it has been confirmed that it's relatively a stylish look. Mm-hmm. Most people don't know that. Hmm. So I walk out into the world with a sweatshirt. My brother's in town. You think you're he's a sitting little on the, ahead. He, yeah, but this is how it works. He's sitting on the couch with his wife in the evening. Shane, here, here you are if you're listening to this. Um, he, and he starts, in quotes, kind of poking fun at my sweatshirt. Oh, what wow. a goofy sweatshirt. That's kind of blousy, he says. <laughs> what a big, goofy, big, baggy sweatshirt. Like This is so interesting. Kind of like I made a mistake. Oh, no. And it puts me in this wonderful position in my little weird brain. Oh, I don't what say do it you there. say? In my brain, I'm very smug. He doesn't know. Oh, my God. I know the style. You're showing You're showing that you don't know the style. <laughs> you don't say it, though? No, 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 no. Then... I, I wouldn't get to it. It's a very private smugness. This is so <laughs> fascinating. And I'm, I'm giving away my secret on the podcast. So nobody, I, I mean, now I have a, a very, very big vulnerable spot. Like this is like smog in his chink of armor that you can, wow. like, you know, now that's just so, my weirdness. I'm not saying like so I'm proud of it, but I'm aware of it. I'm aware. Wow. Of it. So I'll wear something that typically for, in my sphere yeah. will get, some questions and some looks, but yeah. I get to know privately that it's actually in style. It's them that doesn't understand. Gosh, that yeah. is so wild. Yeah. I think not I proud would, of if it. I was in that situation, also not embarrassed of it. would be like, <laughs> no, I, well, I wouldn't know that those were in style. I would you never approach be it differently. in that situation. You're like, look at Scott's interesting sweatshirt. What a cool sweatshirt. Interesting. It's different. <laughs> you know, you don't, you don't approach it in the same way. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's there's, interesting. There's a five. Thought. That's a five thought. Should yeah. I give a four thought? Sure. You've already done it. You, you didn't couch it in four terms, but you've basically been describing a four style. <laughs> oh, I guess that's probably true. I'm a four, everybody, yeah. on the Enneagram, <laughs> if it's not clear. The individualist. Yeah. The, the helpless romantic. Hopeless romantic. Not yeah, helpless. Yeah, it's a little sad. Um, but I do think the fact that part of the my... The bohemian. The bohemian. <laughs> Gosh. Oh, God, this is a total side tangent, okay. but it has to do with the bohemian. I was watching What Not to Wear um, oh, as yeah. prep for this, and this does have to do with my own style. And the person who, the random episode that I chose, this was so strange, was a person who's like a painter and had just like the most casual style, and all her friends had to say was the like... The universe was speaking to you. <laughs> was like, you dress too casually. Everything you wear has paint on it. And they were roasting her Oh, but you were like, I love it. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh, but part of me loves that mm-hmm. she's just like rocking her paint wear. That's and- what Sydney said <laughs> in one of our posts is that one of her, this is this is friend of the podcast, everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was talking about, all similar to you, she approaches her daily wear with like, I'm going to switch this up. I'm going to add this. I'm going right. to add this. I'm going to, this is going to be different. But then she said, if it comes down to she's rushing out the door, didn't have time to do something quirky mm-hmm. or different, she's going to make sure she has some paint on her hands. <laughs> what the? Who thinks of that? 
gonna have some paint on her hands. I love. I saw that's that. Unique. That's amazing. Yeah. Do you, I feel like you kind of feel the same way sometimes on your on your pants. You're gonna have some paint on your on your clothes somewhere. Yeah, I don't actually ever mean to though. Yeah. It's just the way it is. I just would never. But that's the difference. And isn't that interesting? Some people get some paint on their pants, me included. Yeah. And be like, crap, can't wear these anymore. And you're like, all right, got some paint. Yeah, I just am like, oh, there's paint there. Yeah. I'm going to get paint. I mean, yeah. it's it's inevitable to me that my clothes will have paint on them. Um, that's great. So Four. Yeah, that's a four thought, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Oh, the person was so funny. Oh, she said, my only style is paint clothes and bohemian. <laughs> yeah, she has to be a well, four. Well, I found here. this person, this sole person <laughs> on what not to wear, which I used to watch when I was a child. Yeah, I, I watched that. Really? Uh, I wasn't a child. I was probably 30. Yeah, and I was probably like... <laughs> 12 yeah. watching what not yeah. to wear. Yeah. Gosh. It's a good show. A funny show. Do you want to say any more four thoughts? Any more four thoughts? Um, I do don't you, know. Do, when you're walking out around in the world as a four on mm. the Enneagram, mm. are you, are you wanting to be in your mind again? Like remember the, for me as a five, this is a very private smugness. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a smugness about like, I do not dress like these people. Do I have a smugness? Or, or whatever it is. Oh, what, would, what would you call it? You're walking around pride, a a sense of accomplishment, a, a superiority, a, or, or as a foreign inferiority that you're indulging in. Hmm. I don't know fashion. I think I'm I, not smart enough. <laughs> Look at all these smart people. I'm not smart. What do you, what is the thought? Of? <laughs> I think I probably vacillate between okay. both a superiority thing and an inferiority okay. thing. Doesn't surprise um, me. Because there are definitely times where, especially if I'm like feeling great about my outfit and it's kind of weird and pushing a boundary, then I'm like, oh, look at these people. <laughs> like, look at all these people out there who like are dressing to the standards. That's so great. Like, this is such a good one. This is so good. <laughs> Like, it's the honesty. So These are honest sort of things we like to keep secret. I, I know, yeah. I know. And I can just be like, <laughs> these people wearing these plain <laughs> outfits they think are just like in style. Like, what is the point? What's the point to dress like everyone else? I don't get it. Oh, it's so good. Oh, and I can get into that crazy headspace. But then if I'm wearing an outfit that's unique, but I'm not feeling confident, I can be just like, who am I? Yeah. Like, I like look so goof. weird. Like yeah. who like I just look like this probably like homeless person. <laughs> like just crazy. But then I also like to look crazy. Part yeah. of me loves to be like, and this is a shaved head thing. Like I have a sticker of Britney Spears like looking crazy with her shaved head on my Whoa. water bottle. And I almost put that as an icon because I yes. do think it's iconic that that's she shaved profound. her head and was crazy. That's and I profound. like I like that that's an image we always have to have. That's profound as like a woman, mm-hmm. I think, mm-hmm. because that was a big moment. She's like mm-hmm. attacking paparazzi with like an umbrella. I Yeah, it's yeah. on my water bottle. Wow. I don't know where it is. I'm not even looking at it. I already know what she's talking about. Yeah. That's really interesting. Mm-hmm. And then uh, she's a viewed as a crazy woman. Mm-hmm. She's pregnant. Mm-hmm. She's got babies. Paparazzi are coming at her. And she's angry. And she shaved but her head. She's, she's got the an crazy umbrella. One. She's holding an umbrella. Yeah, she's the crazy one. Mm-hmm. It's like, whoa, how about the society that's like constantly hounding her? Why aren't they crazy? Yeah. That's profound. That's Wasn't profound. expecting that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, sometimes I like to, if I'm like, it's probably also if I'm feeling crazy, I 
want to be perceived as crazy. I like wow. to be perceived as what I'm feeling. So that this was is an Enneagram thing. Another thing. Nobody wants to be perceived as crazy. Nobody. That's not true. There's probably some people. S- s- talk about the Enneagram. Who? <laughs> I don't Fives know. don't. I don't want to be perceived as crazy. I, Everything crazy, I described. Not crazy in like a, oh my gosh, so, well, yeah, kind of crazy. I don't know. Threes? Don't twos? Know. Ones? <laughs> sixes? Maybe sevens. Maybe sevens. Maybe sevens are the only ones that could get in that headspace. I doubt all fours feel this way too. I think this is. Well, you've said it a very particular way. Yeah. I want to appear crazy. Mm-hmm. That's a very particular way of saying it. But maybe everybody has their own version of that. Every every four has their own way of, of expressing whatever you're trying to express. Yeah. Because another way of expressing it would be saying, I want to appear not normal. I want to appear mm-hmm. different. I want to appear like, uh, it, like one of the things, it's like, unplugged from the simulation, so mm-hmm. to speak. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yes, that's a great way of putting it. Um, you're calling it crazy, but maybe actually what you're a four would say is like, you are, you're all the crazy ones. Yes. And that's sometimes what I feel like. That's why um, I could just go off to about buzzing my head and how that like gave me a lot of freedom to just be like, whatever I can be, whatever. I don't care. Why don't, why don't we end this portion and this portion with a nice little description of what that is for you. Shaving your head. No. Curious minds want to know. <laughs> what is it? You, you you bring that up and you get very um, nostalgic, very, very tender. tender. You're, you're very, you're very, you have lots of nice sentimental feelings about shaving your head. I do. I yeah. love to shave my head. Yes. Um, I did it. Oh gosh. I first shaved my head because it literally just crossed my mind. Would I still feel like, pretty or like myself Mm. if I buzz my head and then I thought well I should see Mm. and so I said that to a few people that I was going to do it and then my friend Avery of course was like why don't we do it and I was like okay sure and we went to Fred Meyer and got it It was like super casual I've been talking about for about two weeks but buzz my head and it was just so liberating wow it's just like you you don't think that something as simple as hair like affects the way you see yourself as much as it really does, especially when for so long being like a girl, you're supposed to have long hair mm-hmm. um, and fit a certain look. And you can just like with that one action, I was like, oh, I can be like a walking denial of that. Wow. Um, so, so grateful that you did it. What if oh, you hadn't? Too. I don't know. There's an, there's an alternative timeline where you didn't shave I your head. I didn't buzz my head. I know. So sad wow. to think about. Yeah. Um, I instantly was glad. I never regretted it, mm-hmm. um, which is fun. I think some people do because um, a lot of, it's like kind of typical of women, especially in their 20s, to buzz their head. Um, didn't know that. Yeah. There's quite a few people who do it. And I like, I don't know. My four jealousy is like, or my four like specialness is like, oh yeah, there's quite a few people, and I get oh, all weird and. I don't know anything about that. Um, <laughs> um, <coughs> but I rock the buzz for a long time. Yeah, I still kind of. I probably will buzz it again. Um, <laughs> it was eventually. like a threat. Um, <laughs> I'm kind of trying to grow it out. We we being people that are generally fairly close to Macy will compliment her hair and. Her typical response is, I'm about to buzz it. 
I'm about to buzz it. Like, like it's like a threat or something. It is. <laughs> well, and I think the buzz is also very iconic in like a cleansing mental health sense. I see it. I see it. I get it. Um, and it's also iconic in like if I'm feeling crazy and mm-hmm. wild and something bad happened, I'll buzz my head. It, yeah, it, it seems cleansing in that sense. Mm-hmm. Wow. I we think, can't help but getting a little deep sometimes. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's, it's gotten deep all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> we can't help it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and of course, freaking Tyler Joseph iconically buzzing yeah. his head in two different music videos is tempt- it, challenging. It's challenging. It makes <laughs> it even more like, oh my gosh, yeah. wow, it is iconic. Uh, and when you know that feeling of what it is and like the space that you can be in. Um, doing it. It's a very, it's kind of a holy experience. Wow. Serious things. And then I you have a it. nice buzz. Yeah. To feel. <laughs> uh, uh, maybe, maybe just to, maybe just to take a sharp, sharp turn into a goofy talk. Uh, and this is, <laughs> I don't know. This is sort of funny for my mom, but like, we're both talking about our parents a little bit in this episode. Yeah. I buzzed my head. You did? Well, there's a picture of it that you posted on our Instagram. Oh gosh. Yeah. It was like our third post when you were looking for like our younger pictures. Oh, I remember you yeah. have a buzz mm-hmm. and I did it and I did it just like you, but I mean, it doesn't have the same cultural significance. No. So it wasn't like, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it wasn't the same. However, so, so for me, it wasn't for me, it was a casual decision. Mm-hmm. My friend Ross is at the house. Buzz my head, Ross. Here's the Clippers. No big deal. It wasn't like, Oh, liberating. It was just like, here's, this is going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Now, for my mom, I don't think she ever thought she'd have a son with a buzzed haircut. I don't know what that symbolizes for. She'd oh have to gosh. explain. She ran upstairs and hid in her closet. It's a funny mom discussion. Oh my god! <laughs> she was so sad and scared and horrified by me with a shaved head. Wow, that is so yeah. interesting. Yeah, because it's not that much. Like it'll grow back so yeah. fast. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't comprehend at the time that it was going to be this dramatic thing it was just such a light-hearted spontaneous <laughs> wow that is so interesting and on the on the, on the flip side of that i can't say i enjoyed myself with a buzzed ha- haircut i have very really? i have very neutral feelings about it i wasn't i didn't like it um, i didn't love it it was just it was just a thing and then my hair grew back done no big deal now for a woman i can understand how it'd be completely different in terms of hair but yeah love okay. the buzz that's philosophy and Enneagram, folks. <laughs> <laughs> just just hosting the podcast. We want to make sure we're we're not just <laughs> we're clued into the fact that we're hosts here. <laughs> okay, when we come back, we're gonna talk about style icons. Style icons. We posted these icons on our Instagram. They're the people or the the styles that mm-hmm. shape. They're going on in the background. Mm -hmm. I think they're always going on in the background. And we invite you to start thinking about your own style icons. Who have you been thinking about? Why not? Why not think about it? So when we get come back, or start repressing it. Don't get in touch with it. (laughs) We're advocating for. Okay, that's what. When we come back, style icons.
icons. Okay. Just an icon living. Uh, yes. We're all Jaden Smith, everybody. Um, welcome back. Welcome back. Here we are chatting about style icons. Style People icons. we look up to, influences, mm-hmm. all that. We posted today on our Instagram yep. pictures. Scott posted a nice pic of Michael Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Should we? Do you want to talk about your style oh. icons? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and that's that's something that's come up a lot. In, well, often in this podcast, probably back to the first episode of playlist is that Michael Jackson for some reason very early on was for some reason. Well, yeah, he's he's a he's a top icon for our country. In yeah, general, but like it's Michael Jackson. Yeah, he he was. You know, when you think about young kids and the things they put up in their room, like I was not, we've talked about on this podcast, how I've never been like a big sports person. Mm-hmm. Now I enjoy playing sports, Yeah, but I've just never, I've had a hard time following sports. Mm-hmm. You're not into the culture of sports. Yeah. Yeah. It's just never been something that's gotten me going. I collected baseball cards for a while. Hmm, but it there's wasn't, something. There's something. Sporty <laughs> and, guy here, yeah. collecting some baseball cards. Yeah, and I could get into like the the tracking of stats and stuff, but but ultimately it just it was too much. Yeah. Um and in my room growing up, I had I had just Michael Jackson posters, magazine clippings, anything I could find for Michael Jackson hmm. on my walls, by my bed. Hmm. Just loved Michael Jackson. Yes. And uh what I said on my Instagram post is Michael Jackson to me looking back always had an item. It was just an mm-hmm. item. Now the rest of his clothes, generally speaking and typically sometimes you can find lots of Michael Jackson outfits, especially for like a concert where mm-hmm. he's just in something completely theatrical. Right. Right. But if he's walking around in the world, typically mm-hmm. he'd have a, like a regular pair of slacks, a button down shirt, regular shoes and then like a crazy hat Hmm. or all that stuff and an interesting coat Hmm. or all that stuff and an interesting pair of shoes. I like that. Hmm. That Hmm. is, and it's not just Michael Jackson, but I think in my mind, that's what influences me. Like Michael Jackson has white socks. Interestingly enough, that's Hmm. also a Tyler Joseph thing. Is it? Yes. And and a bunch of my friends at a wedding picked, sent me pictures and we're like, tell Macy, look, we're doing Tyler Joseph. Wow. And, it, and it's like, uh, I think I, it's, how do I not even notice I think that? it's in the car crash and, uh, whatever. What's that? Uh, what's that video? Heavy, dirty soul. Yeah. Heavy, dirty soul. I think if you look at it, um, he's wearing black pants, black shoes and white socks. Oh yeah, he is. Yeah. So that's kind of a Michael Jackson reference, whether he knows it or not. Wow. Michael Jackson was known for wearing white socks hmm. or eventually glittery socks. <laughs> oh, nice. Or a glittery glove. Yeah. A glove. What is a that? Glove. What a is a glove? A single glittery glove. That's a statement. That's a statement. It's so cool. It's a nice, chill statement. Yeah. So I don't have, I'm not Michael Jackson. I'm not a rock star, but like. Scott thinks he's Michael Jackson, everybody. He thinks <laughs> <laughs> he's as cool as Michael Jackson. I like, like, I, I have, and we actually posted this, I have a red Rainier's hat. I like to wear sort of a generally normal outfit with my red hat. That's mm. my my little Your way touch. of doing that. My little flair. Um, so generally speaking, I try to have something like that. I like something. I like I like to wear generally a normal outfit with a little something. That's nice. Whatever that means. That is that is kind of like a a Scott thing. That's what mm-hmm. I would have described. <laughs> You're pretty like preppy, casual, normal yeah. with a nice cardigan and some little touch of something. A little something. <laughs> yeah. 
Michael Jackson. So that, that's else. just Michael Jackson. There's there's a bunch of influences, but um, I think that's a core influence in terms of that that little flair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. I don't need to keep going, but I mean, I say Mr. Rogers in the sense that yeah. I think that's been in the background, mm-hmm. and as as he's been in the news lately or the spotlight more because of this documentary, I'm more, I think, cognizant of how I was influenced by Mr. Rogers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, it's just funny to think about like. This could be a four-wing type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Mr. Rogers, and recently, I think just because of our culture, he's been elevated mm-hmm. as like a hero and as a needed corrective on mm-hmm. our toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But generally speaking, people like to roast Mr. Rogers. What do they roast him about? Oh, he's so gentle and fragile and kid friendly and oh he wears oh. cardigans. But but I think now we're realizing as a society that's that's actually what we needed and who, we, do need we missed that. out on on well we didn't I mean a lot of people liked Mr. Rogers, but um people love to make fun of his clothes and his mm. gentleness and stuff mm. like that. And now we're like, oh crap, like the opposite is way worse. Um and that's actually actually the gentleness is actually ultimately stronger. Mm-hmm. You know. But um I probably would have taken some sort of secret joy in in being roasted for looking like Mr. Rogers. You'd be like, fine. Yeah, I like Mr. I Rogers. I like Mr. Rogers. <laughs> I like uh, his gentle yeah. cardigan look. Yeah, but 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 yeah, so I think in his historically that has been a theme. I've hmm. I've often hmm. worn like a button-down shirt and a tie and a cardigan. Oh yeah. And Tennis shoes. Sneakers. And like I said, I think that's a kind of a youth pastor thing. Like if I'm on a church staff, this is just me and my interesting mind, whatever is going on in my brain. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, generally speaking on a Sunday, here's these adult men wearing slacks, sweater, button down shirt, Oxford, dark brown shoes, penny loafers. What are Oxford dark brown <sighs> shoes? We'll look it up. Okay. Gosh. <laughs> uh, I don't I know, know how to have the language to explain those. But uh, wingtips, you know, these are men's descriptions of shoes. All right. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm saying I'm going to add a youthful touch to that because I'm the youth pastor. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to be fully adult man today. <laughs> you know, whatever that <laughs> not means. Not fully adult man. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm gonna, I'll, wear, I'll wear that. But if you look down, I'm wearing my tennis shoes mm-hmm. because I'm the youth pastor. But you've been really thoughtful about those tennis shoes you're wearing. You're not so just casual thoughtful. tennis yeah, shoes. Yeah, and I've, I think secretly I've always been like, Mr. Rogers does it. Mr. And Rogers he's, does he's, it. He's, he's, he's the homie. <laughs> wow, that's so interesting. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. It's weird that Mr. Rogers has become more front and center right now because yeah. to me it's always been like my thing. Oh, no. No, no, it's no, no. It's losing its uniqueness. No, 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 it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, for me... That is a that that oh I said this in my thing too like for me I've always loved rap music I've always loved hip hop which mm-hmm. always also sort of has some preppy themes to it generally mm-hmm. and if you if you if you talk about like punk rock that's one another really iconic look the Kurt Cobain Kurt Cobain wearing a big cardigan in Nirvana Unplugged so if you talk about punk rock preppy Ralph Lauren hip hop R and B hipster there, I think the cardigan follows all of those. The cardigan wow. shows up everywhere. The cardigan this. is really your signature piece. I know, piece. And, the, and those, and I don't even have a bunch. I probably have four, but I like, 
I like them. I Whenever like you wear a cardigan, are you like feeling good that day? I'm like, this is this is Scott. Right wow! Now. Wow! Uh, that's my so cardigan. special. Yeah. And I, <laughs> this is this is. <laughs> it's gonna get really silly. <laughs> what I love about a cardigan <laughs> is is it can do everything. Like it can be a very dressy thing. Like you can have the same cardigan, mm-hmm. like a, a nice like merino wool cardigan that could be worn worn at a fancy dinner. Mm-hmm. And then you could wear it with a T-shirt the next day. Mm-hmm. The same one. The same cardigan. You could dress That's it down really or dress it up. Great. I like that. Big you know, feature. You can't say that about a hoodie. No. I can't wear a hoodie to a fancy dinner party. Well, you I could, can't. but well, I, uh, we could talk about uh, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna change how people view hoodies. Wow. So there's a long thought process about some icons. I guess the ones we're highlighting there are Mr. Rogers and Mr. Rogers and Michael, Michael Jackson, Jackson <laughs> two and, people who, and the who cardigan put, and as the cardigan. a fashion yeah. icon. Yeah. Gosh. Uh, okay. So, so you have some people. Yeah. I, I also just wanted to say about my icons. And I don't think there was enough in there. I, I, I actually do. I think you and I relate to this. And this is one of the reasons Michael Jackson's in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like historically people like Michael Jackson or Mick Jagger or David Bowie, and I'm sure there's lots of others. Frank Ocean could probably fall into this mm-hmm. that um, blur the the, the gender, gender lines. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I don't know sure. what you'd call David Bowie, Mick Jagger. Like, would you call them asexual or pansexual? I don't know or gender neutral. I don't think you call them gender neutral, but yeah, um, you know, Michael Jackson would wear makeup. Frank Ocean wears makeup, right? So. Yeah, uh, I'm drawn to that too. That's for sure. Yeah, in my opinion, I don't know. Diane Keaton, who played Annie Hall, if anybody ever watches Annie Hall, Annie Hall is a famous character in this movie that that dresses sort of traditionally masculine with ties and vests and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And interestingly enough, and I'm not sure the origin story of this is like Diane Keaton already dressed like that, and that hmm. that influenced Annie Hall. Or she liked the way Annie Hall dressed, so she started oh, dressing like interesting. that. interesting. Because Diane Keaton now is always dressed slightly traditionally masculine. She'll wear Oh, yeah. That's interesting. That like that. So I've Which always liked first? that. Yeah. I wow. think that's really cool. Yeah, I agree. I think that's really cool. Um, it's inspiring when people push against the normal. Mm-hmm. I, for me personally, I think so, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so who who are some of your icons? Tyler who are Joseph. Some of my icons. Oh, Tyler Joseph. <laughs> of course, is my style icon. His whole aesthetic is just so good. What would you call it? Is it an emo aesthetic it's first a, and foremost? It's kind of an emo aesthetic, but it's also like a sweet small bean aesthetic. Now There's, nobody knows what you mean when you say <laughs> that. <laughs> well, that's not true. Some people may know what I mean when I say small bean. Oh, it's well, like a true, twenty-one pilots up. People would know. Mm-hmm, exactly. But that's not a generally held. Is it just apply to Tyler? Sweet small bean? Yeah. Small okay. Bean. Yeah. So it's not this look that everybody no. understands. <laughs> no. <laughs> but there's, I mean, he's, it's not even just his like clothing choice. It's also the way he like carries his body and like holds his posture that's in itself its own like iconic way of being and existing, <laughs> I think. Um, but he'll, he definitely pushes against like some, um, I don't know, I guess standards. Like he loves to wear like a frilly, like flowery, uh, little, his thing he wears in this, all these certain songs. It's like a frilly, like not like I'm in my head thinking cardigan, but that's not their not a a kimono, a kimono. Oh, a kimono. And he'll I've wear it that. over his head and he'll wear like weird sunglasses. He's just yep, always yep. pushing like 
something that makes him look kind of alien-like or mm-hmm. strange, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which I love. Yes. I love that. Um, and there's just something iconic about him with the buzzed head as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. And um, isn't that interesting? It's similar that, like, the strange thing is that he would look traditionally better with his hair. Now, I already know what you're going to say about that. Yeah, I'm deep eye-rolling right I know, now. <laughs> I, know. I know. Traditionally is the key word, you know, because there is something about that's very confident and punk rockish about the shaved head. And, yeah. And that would symbolize him in, in a way, like, in quotes, looking better. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I, I probably, whatever this means, I probably prefer Tyler with with his hair. But... He also is fine with a shaved head. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> this is my personal opinion. <laughs> of Tyler Joseph. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I like it both. Yeah. I think there's something I like about him every once in a while coming out with a nice buzzed head look. Did he shave his head in, in one of these in series? In Levitate. Yeah, In he Levitate. Did. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so another thing that's so like... So in, in, uh, in, in, uh, in Nico and the Niners, hair. Hair. And in... Trench, jumpsuit, jumpsuit, hair, hair, mm-hmm. and then shaved head. Love Tate, and he does head. it in the video. He does it in the video. Ooh. Jenna, his wife, does it. Ooh. I know <laughs> it's so much. Um, okay, one thing uh, I'll move on from Tyler in a second, but one thing that is like iconic about Tyler and why I'm like drawn to his style is he's it's I already kind of said this, but especially in terms of his music. He creates a style with the music and his look. It it like is an all encompassing thing, and it and like the clothes become more than just what they are in terms of like they put meaning to the clothes. Yes. So like a skeleton hoodie is a Twenty One Pilots aesthetic and a Tyler aesthetic, but it's like this thing of putting a hood over your head and being covered up and you're a skeleton and nobody knows who you are and you can do whatever you want because they can't see you. Wow. And that's like such a cool, not just does it look cool and is it like a, I like the way it looks. It's also how it like represents something Hmm. and like the yellow hoodie represents something in terms of like hope. Yeah, it totally does. And trench wear, like this new album has all these certain like, clothing looks it's really genius like i don't want i don't want to um this doesn't mean to minimize or trivialize it It, it, it's a it's a compliment it's like a genius marketing move it is a genius marketing move it's kind of wild yeah um especially and i've said this before but i don't know if i've said it on the podcast um like genius in the sense that um compared to like rap artists traditionally Mm -hmm. Uh, who love to say, like, here's my $100,000 necklace. Mm-hmm. You can't afford this. Nobody can show up and be wearing. That's the whole point. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to show up to a Kanye, Jay-Z, Pusha T concert and be wearing what that person's wearing. Mm-hmm. They don't have enough money for that. Right. Everybody can afford trench wear. Everyone can. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and I think that's the point. <laughs> I do think you that's know? part yeah. of the point. Yeah. Um, it's pretty special. Tyler and his concert wear has a yellow button up shirt that he wears, which Tyler, a full button up shirt is I an amazing look. Um, 
And he has a full yellow button up that he has yellow duct tape taped onto it. Wow. Just so extra. So special. (laughs) So special. Um, Okay, so Tyler's an icon. Well, then then he had this uh, series of uh, intimate piano videos. Gosh, and he's wearing the orange hoodie. Orange orange hoodie and a beanie. And a, it's, I mean, not an orange hoodie. Flannel. a yellow hoodie with an orange beanie in that flannel. Yeah. It's a great look. Yeah, it's a good look. I agree. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, style icon, he's by far my number one. Mm. Well, I don't know if by far my number one influence. Who'd you put as your first slide? You didn't put Alana. Tyler. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Alana yeah. from Alana, who's one. like, she's this her character Broad in Broad City herself is like a style icon, but then also Alana Glazer as like a person is. She just doesn't fit any standards in yeah. terms of her clothes. Like, I dress weird. She dresses, like, way more weird yeah. than I do. And she's so proud of it and so, so bold. So proud of and, it and so bold. Yeah. It's so um Daring people to critique her. Now, I'd have to, based on her personality, I guess at least in, her, in the television show. Yeah. But it's kind of based on her because it's from it her is, YouTube. It is, kind of. Um, she strikes me as an eight. I know. I was about to say an eight vibe. And but a that super would make artsy. sense that an eight would maybe be like, I wear whatever I want mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and have a really strange style. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a big influence. Um, I said other people, Haley Williams hair influence for sure. Haley mm-hmm. Williams all growing up mm-hmm. is like amazing. Look up to role model hair. And she's been pretty blonde lately. She has been super blonde yeah. lately, which is fun. Um, Stevie Nicks. Stevie Nicks, queen. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then, seriously... Oh, big Kristen Stewart influences. Big Kristen Stewart influences, yeah. for sure. Um, yeah, I love Kristen Stewart, shamelessly. As a girl, for your, for, your, for your general daily look, I can probably see her being the biggest influence at this point. Hmm. Yeah, I think that might be true. And I think when I try and like name my style. That's like one that I think of as like, Oh, like Kristen Stewart has like nailed the look. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it's a good look. It's a great look. Yeah. Um, but then, okay. My other biggest influences are truly the kids and the people in my life. Oh, I love that. That's such a unique thing to acknowledge. Like, so I work as a preschool teacher Yeah. and that in itself is very inspiring for clothes. I was just looking back at pictures. <laughs> that's a great, <laughs> that's a great source for inspiration. Cause it really is so pure. It's like this person just wanted to wear this and they don't know. <laughs> well, some kids, some kids don't choose their clothes. Yeah. So and you're some kids you show up and you're like that parent, parent chose that. Yeah. Or yeah. I'll even have discussions about it with yeah. them of like, why did you choose this? And it's, it is so clear when kids have picked their outfit and they like love it. They talk about it with pride and they want to share about wow. it, like why they like this outfit. Like this is some deep wisdom right some here. Deep wisdom. <laughs> but there's this one kid who always wears leg warmers, like super high leg warmers. And I don't have leg warmers yet, but I do think that might be my high knee sock inspiration Ooh. because she rocks them with whatever <laughs> outfit she's wearing. It's like pretty epic. And there's another kid in one of my classes who for the first like three months only wore PJs. Wow. It, it was inspiring to me, to be honest. Wow. I could see you doing that too. <laughs> I know. Wearing PJs. PJs. So comfy. Yeah. She was so much with, more with comfy the preschool support it. Yeah, for sure. Wow. If you showed up in your PJs. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, self-expression. They're all about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, so 
another a kid that I babysit, Everly, she's like a huge fashion icon to me. She's like five, but she Posted and I Instagram. have very similar aesthetics, I would say, mm. in a sense. She loves a good high top shoe. She'll button her shirt up all the way to the top with a sweater. And her mom posts photos of her. That's like her outfits of the days. And that is always inspiring. And to she me. picks them out. She picks them out. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. She has a uniform now at school. So that's a little like she's got to figure out ways to mm-hmm. get around that. Mm-hmm. But she wore a tux on her school pictures. And Cora, who's my other big inspiration. Shout out Cora. Shout out Cora. I'm about to talk about her. Also wore a tux. Wow. For these school people. things. So true inspirations. True inspiration. I really mean that. I'm inspired. So Cora is now, I think, 14. And I've known Cora since she was nine or 10. So sweet. Um, and she is a kid in Seattle who has the best style, in my opinion. Yeah, so unique, so different, constantly evolving and changing, constantly keeping you evolving. on your toes. Um, she wears her interests. She'll wear one day like a full um, like thematic a, outfit. Sometimes she wears a cape. Sometimes she wears a cape. Sometimes she wears a, a unicorn hat. Um, and there's something <laughs> about the way that she carries herself wearing her outfits that's so... Gosh, it's just so inspiring. When she was, I have this one story. Um, one time I picked her up from school. I think she was in fifth or sixth grade and she was wearing all black except mm. for mm. a squid hat. And I was like, Cora, wow, all black today. Like very like mysterious or whatever. She was like, well, I'm the ink. Duh. Whoa. And that's her outfit. <laughs> her outfit. Who thinks of it like that? Because she's a squid hat and her uh. body's the ink. Wow, that is amazing. <laughs> I've was amazing. never come across something like that before. Yeah. It Unless was... it's Halloween, right? But isn't that what's, maybe that's even something. It's like everybody gets so excited about Halloween. People say these oh, days yeah. Mar- Americans possibly get more excited about Halloween than any other holiday. It might be true. But is it is that saying that the reason is because we're so eager to express something that we've been repressing all year. Maybe. I'd like to be the squid ink. <laughs> no, you got to wait till Halloween. No. No. I'm doing it right I'm now. I'm doing it today. <laughs> doing yeah. it today on February. <laughs> yeah, there's something that's just so refreshing about that. There is. There um, is. We we need to be... Well, that, that goes back to a lot of things. Youth is prophets, age and wisdom. We need to allow ourselves to be inspired by our our kids more often. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They've got, they've got something figured out. That they we have don't. something figured out. Yeah. Look at the children. Um, <laughs> so I definitely think my big like inspiration is child. Like I, I try and be childlike in my clothes and gosh, Cora is my fashion icon for sure. Cora. She's so great. She's great. She'll wear a unicorn horn. She'll yep. wear wigs to school. There's something about that. Just freedom to be like, I can be whoever I want today. Mm-hmm. And tomorrow I can wear a completely different look and I'm still myself. Yeah. And I don't, I don't want to get too philosophical here, but like, this is, this is just how I think sometimes. Uh, and it gets a little annoying to people, but, um, if we just take a step back and, and think, uh, it's so hard to describe what nice. we're already doing is very strange. It's yes. just been normalized. Yes. A sweatshirt, a suit coat, a bow tie. You know, these things no. where it's like, I'm going to a party and I'm wearing a bow tie. This is what you do. I was like, well, that's weird. Something you tie around your neck. Why? Yeah. You know, why not a wig? 
Right. Why not a unicorn horn? Yeah, everything else that we're doing is <laughs> yeah. it's strange in it itself. It draws attention to the fact that everything's weird, I think, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So go go these are prophets in our midst everybody. They're Cora. prophets in our midst, please. Or the prophet. It gave me permission to wear more fun things, mm-hmm. and outrageous things That's really like sweet that. that you acknowledge that too. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean it's so it's clear. Yeah, but I think a uh, a different type of person would be like, I taught Cora. She didn't teach me, you know? <laughs> no, she definitely taught me. <laughs> uh, uh, she knows the ways of fashion. And so does her sister. Gosh, their whole family. Luna. Luna lies. It's yeah. a My Little Pony reference. She would, uh, which is a, a really good episode of My Little Pony. I, I know all about My Little Pony because I have a daughter. We watched it for a long time. I actually miss watching My Little it's Pony. It's a relatively quality show. It is. It yeah. is. Not as good as Steven Universe, no, no. but good nonetheless. Yeah. Pinkie Pie. Pinkie Pie is my I love favorite. Pinkie Pie. <laughs> okay. Okay. So so that's that's our icons, everybody. <laughs> We're icons? coming to the home stretch. This final part will be uh, a little bit of banter. We're going to check in on our. Story. No, we got to check in on our story, and do we? We kind of got to explain uh, the hoodie. Oh, I don't even know what you're talking about, but but I'm excited to get into that. Okay. Yeah. Great. When we come back. When we come back, y'all. <laughs> Hey, y'all. Hope that you are enjoying this episode on style. If you are enjoying No Small Thing and consider yourself a fan of No Small Thing, one way that you can support the podcast is by checking us out on patreon.com slash no small thing. You can support the podcast by just donating a dollar. Uh, you could do a dollar a month. Whatever you feel like you want to do to support the podcast, um, it goes a long ways in helping us to grow as a podcast um, we have to pay subscription fees and we'd like to grow in terms of our equipment as well as what we can do with the podcast. So if you're a fan of No Small Thing, check us out on Patreon and you can support the pod. Okay, hope that you keep enjoying this episode on style. Thanks so much for your support and for listening. We love y'all. Home stretch. Macy is starting this final segment by saying she's <laughs> constantly sweaty if she's dressed up. I really think I am. We said we'd bookend this. <laughs> we, we did a survey on our story, and we haven't got many votes. <laughs> Very few votes. Uh, Follow us on yeah. No Small Thing Instagram. <laughs> vote on our stories. Vote on our stories. Um, well, we posted this an hour ago. I'm sure we'll have some more votes tomorrow, but... The funny thing is it's been seen by 28 people <laughs> and only voted on by four, and we're two of the four. <laughs> so whatever. No, five now. Oh, five, including Matthew, we, who's Matthew in the house Dewey. with us. We asked him to. <laughs> so the, 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 or the core debate that Macy and I started with was, is it over or underrated to dress up, or is it fun to dress up, or should we dress up? I said... It's underrated. Like, more people should dress up for things. And that, that started the debate. 
which led to this episode. Yeah, because the, the debate started because we were headed to that holiday party. Yeah, and back, I was dressed up. And you were dressed up, and I was Kind of not. lamenting that more people don't dress up. And I was, I think, if I'm being honest, was in it probably a secret act of protest wearing all black because it was a holiday event. Mm-hmm. And I definitely didn't want it to be too cheery. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. Too cheery. There's something, I got called out for it by freaking conscious Enneagram about the holidays that I'm like, it's too, this is not real. These kinds of festive gatherings are, it's not real. And I can sometimes, I can get get into a headspace. Not all the time. Sometimes I'll get behind the festivities and be brought into that great emotions. But sometimes Mm -hmm. I'm also like, this is, this is all fake. This is all not real. What are we doing? The same zone with that. And in an act of protest, I know that day I purposely wore all black. I was feeling moody. I didn't want to have to go to this kind of thing being festive. I protest by not coming. Right. (laughs) I could not not go, but I definitely wore all black that day. Mm -hmm. Now I'm going to go to a Christmas party tomorrow night with our friend, John Keatley, who we've interviewed on this podcast. Go check out our Keatley episode. He hosted a Christmas party two years ago. Mm-hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong, John, if you're listening to this, but I think they skipped it last year. And it was a pretty epic party. Mm-hmm. So what made it epic? Well, it was very casual. Mm-hmm. Not a ton of people dressed up, but I'll say this. What did this. you wear? I don't remember. Probably could have dressed up a little more. I, I'm going to tell you what John wore. Now, this this is going to prove my point, I think. And I think it's going to be compelling to you. Oh, God. John wore a giant red onesie. Oh, yes. That's amazing. But it was special, I guess is my point. Hmm. So hmm. maybe I'm even convincing myself. Like, dressing up, if you whether it's a bow tie or a onesie, it's, you're, you're wearing something special. special. Yeah. Hmm. It could be a onesie for me personally. Now, who knows what? Some some other crowd is going to ask for, but like, right. I like that you've thought through what you're going to wear and you're marking the season. Now, if he would have shown up for some reason, for my taste, mm-hmm. in a Frankenstein costume mm-hmm. for a Christmas party, mm-hmm. that probably would not have been very interesting to me. Really? Yeah. That I, wouldn't be interesting? It would be interesting, but not fun. I'm like, a red onesie for a Christmas party feels Christmassy in its own unique way. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I definitely am compelled by the Frankenstein. Compelled. I would probably been turned off. I'd probably be very turned off by a Frankenstein costume. <laughs> you know, like, I, I mean, that, that obviously goes to, like, cultural norms and stuff. Like, what what are you supposed to wear at Christmas? I mean, mm. red, you know, and he's wearing a red onesie, obviously. But Yeah, um, but it definitely stuck out to you. Yeah, it stuck out to me, and I just like the idea that I like the idea from me Personally, that people are bringing thoughtfulness mm-hmm. to the to the uh, to the event, you know, like uh, if it's like <sighs> I just put on my jeans and t shirt and here I'm at the party. I'm like, well, well, let's not do it then. Let's not have what? the party. Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh my! <laughs> I disagree. I mean, I don't know if this goes into again like enneagram stuff because I try to talk about the variance through the lens of a party, mm. and so for me, as a sexual five, and someday we'll really get into the variance. I'll mm-hmm. talk about this, but like. If I if I'm trying to give a shorthand description of how people should understand their variants, mm-hmm. I think about parties. Hmm. So sec- as a sexual five, my first priority is who's there. Hmm. 
and I'm going to make a beeline for the person I'm interested in. So if you and I were at a party, is Macy going to be there? I'm going to talk to Macy, you know, that's <laughs> <laughs> so what I said last year. It was like, uh, we, there was a big fundraiser at our church and my friend Misty was going to be there. I was running late. Now, Marissa and all my friends were at this big table of friends. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows I want to sit next to Misty. Right. So, so sweet that I showed up and they're like, here's, here's your seat next to Misty. We saved the seat. You know, and like, oh, good. Um, so that's the first priority for me. Yeah. Second priority is that somebody says, here comes a party. And I say, who's there? And all of a sudden I'm getting read the list and I'm like, nobody I'm interested in. And so you're my not second, going. My, no, my second set of questions is good food, good atmosphere, good party, good music. Is hmm. it at the very least, maybe it's going to be an interesting, comfortable thing for me. Hmm. The vibes. The vibes. The last thing I'm thinking about is, and this is your blind spot and the variance. The big crowd. We're getting together as a group. It's a big party. We're all in the same room together. Everybody together. <laughs> Every just roaming around talking to whoever. Gosh. Yeah, I, I don't care. I don't care about that yeah. either. So, um, in terms of the vibes, hmm. self-pres, whatever that would mean, I'm really into the the lighting, the music, the hmm. the temperature, hmm. the atmosphere everything that's created and for me the clothes are right in there with oh it. that's interesting yeah hmm. and especially if we're doing it as a group hmm. if, if if we well one of my friends and i've told you this does and i haven't been but he has this thing that he recreates here in seattle called the white party oh yeah and everybody wears white and it's a french tradition hmm. and that's compelling to me we're that all gonna show cool. up and we're all i like that up. yeah well there you go Similar thing. Uh, right, but I would wear like white, but probably something. I think it's truly the casualness that's my issue versus formal. Sure. Well, I that's, think that's, that's, the that's what I'm saying about the red onesie. Right. There's a difference of like. It doesn't have to be fancy. Dressing up for something versus dressing up. If we were saying we're having the white party and you showed up in, in a, a pink, white hoodie. No, in a, in a, in a pink unicorn hat and a. And, and a black shirt, I'd be like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. You know, like, yeah. we're, we're, it's the white party. This you know? is the like, white oh, party. No, I'm, I'm being different and unique. I'm bucking the trend. I don't want to. I'm like, come on. Like, yeah, I don't think do I would do here. that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I just, I guess I just mourn. Like sometimes there's been a few times where I've gone out for dinner mm-hmm. on New Year's. Mm-hmm. And it's just fun to see people dressed up. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like we're 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 making this special. I have to work so hard to make it special. Like, I, I my default is New Year's is an arbitrary date. Yeah, and we're all gonna get all worked up about this. Yeah, and that's so weird. Let's just sit at home and watch a show. But if we're gonna do it, let's do it. Let's go all out. Um. Let's truly do it. I can hear that sentiment. I can hear that sentiment. <laughs> I don't even, I'm getting lost in this conversation. I've lost the thread of fashion and well, okay. I'm really getting lost. <laughs> I'm just trying to We should to talk think. about hoodies in a second. We should talk about hoodies. <laughs> okay. I'm just thinking in terms of the dressing up and like, there is something about it. This is okay. I'm, I'm staking the case for why it's overrated. Okay. Okay. Let's hear it. <laughs> let's, let's hear it. Nobody's voted for this yet, but (laughs) you're on your own. (laughs) I voted for this. There is something about like what you said of like, 
why would we do this if we're all just going to wear jeans and t-shirts and we get together? Like, there's something where I want everyone to just be, like, not putting on a show. Like, just feel comfortable to wear whatever you want. Okay, but I would just say push my pushback on that is then let's do that with everything. Let's let's do that with the way we treat each other. Let's be just really casual with the way we're listening and being attentive. Let's just sit around picking our noses. And that's not what not I'm have saying, manners. though. Well, that's a... It's, 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 this, it's this comfort at all costs. Comfort is the supreme value of the night. I'm not interested in what you're saying. I'm, I'm turning my head. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's something about we're bringing our best. Yeah. I'm bringing, I'm bringing my best in all ways. My, the, my clothes, my demeanor, my, my attention. You yeah. Know. I don't know. I think I also just feel awkward when I dress up, and that's part of it, too. Yeah, and, and look, we're having a nice podcast night here. We're not, I'm not dressed up in a tux or something. No. Uh, so it's not, it's not always. I'm just saying, I, I don't know. Hmm. I, I don't even. I, I think I, I'm I being convinced, <laughs> and I'm frustrated by that. But but uh, but <laughs> I'm going to that part where I'm feeling sensitive. Don't feel sensitive. I'm like, well, man, maybe you've been scarred by getting dressed up. I don't want to make you get dressed up. Yeah, no, I don't think I'll become like a. I'm not like a huge advocate for it, but I can be a <laughs> hater of it. Yeah, yeah. I can be like, oh, it's lame. But yeah. I think it's more of my own probably insecurities with it that I'm like saying it's lame. I remember. I oh yeah, go ahead. I also think a lot of it is tied to like dressing up for a girl is often wearing a dress. Ah, I, yeah, a dress. And like, I'm not like a hater. I'll every once in a while wear a dress if I'm really feeling it. But like, a formal thing, I don't know what I'm supposed to wear. It's way harder for me. I think it's easier for me to dress in my own style and feel comfortable being me in probably more comfortable streetwear kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if I'm going to show up and be at this event or thing, already being at that thing is stressful. And now I have to also wear an outfit that's not my normal outfit. Yes. And I don't feel fully comfortable in it. And I'm not sure if it's the right kind of thing and if it really does feel truly me. And like. But that's the thing where maybe, maybe that's an age thing in the sense of like not having a ton of experiences going to like a fancy thing. That's yeah, probably true. Because I think that's the point of like, I don't have experience in this, by the way. I, I read about it. Mm-hmm. So like certain big celebrity events mm-hmm. where people are getting designers to design whatever. Now certain people, especially like a, a, a personality like Lady Gaga mm-hmm. is going to show up in a dress, but it's going to be something nobody's ever seen before. Right. So there's playing into some four tendencies. Yeah. You know, yeah, I'm- maybe you're comfortable being like, yeah, I'm wearing a dress, but nobody's seen this dress before. Mm-hmm. different than yours. And it's actually weirding people out. So w- w- all sorts of wins for me. True. <laughs> True. Yeah. I guess I got to just a t-shirt dress, a long 21 pilots <laughs> t-shirt dress. <laughs> it's made out of t-shirt material. Right. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm sure with silk? age it'll happen. Nope, it's cotton. It's a long, <laughs> it's a long cotton t-shirt dress. <laughs> okay. So glamorous. <laughs> That's another thing is I just don't ever want to be glamorous. Like I would hope that at any time I could just be able to paint what I'm wearing. That's cool. I'm hoping to say that the onesie and I wasn't planning on saying that is a clever meeting halfway. It is. That does seem like I just like the idea of intentionality. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have to be. Okay. But you could intentionally wear an outfit that's not dressing up. (sighs) Yeah. You're unique because. 
you're an anomaly in the midst of this conversation because if we're being honest, anything you show up wearing is probably going to be pretty interesting. I'm talking mm. about having a party. Like we're having a big fancy Christmas party. I mean, that's the thing. I've been talking to John today. Yeah. They're putting a lot of time and effort. They're having a hundred guests. Wow. 40 kids that my kids will be watching. Wow. Now, John and Nichelle are putting a lot of effort into this. What do you wear? Just my normal clothes. What? Okay, I would wear normal clothes. Okay. But your normal clothes aren't normal for most people. So when you show up, hmm. everybody's like, look at Macy's outfit. You know, unless you really did say, Ugh, I don't I don't even want to to try to to articulate a cliche feminine outfit these days and get then get roasted by it. Anybody, <laughs> but I'll just say that word or that sentence. Uh, what if you showed up in a traditionally classic, mundane, modern, normie woman outfit to a party? <laughs> you know, a a, 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 a a Saturday outfit, not like work or party in any way, but like hmm. I'm going to the coffee shop, hmm. sweats. And a sweatshirt to the party. Something there's something there would be something wrong about that. Yeah, I agree. I'm like I I, I I I honestly I would not. I'd be like, oh, interesting. I wouldn't be like mad. Right. I'm 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 more sad about the missed opportunity. We're all dressing up. We're having fun here. Hmm. We're having a big night. Hmm. Oh, sweatshirt. Interesting. Okay. Well. All right. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, I definitely would if. I, I would dress up in that sense. Like I would, I'm not like a complete curmudgeon who's going to wear like sweats out of protest. Although there's something tempting about like if you're hosting like a Thanksgiving dinner or something Mm -hmm. to like not dress up because it's like I literally am just rolling. I'm in my own home. It's hard for me when I'm in my own home to not be wearing sweatpants. Have you hosted Thanksgiving dinner in your own home. Well, like my home at my family. Like oh, right, in, right, right, right. And it's always like I'm getting dressed. But do you dressed. consider yourself hosting that? You, Macy? Kind of. Not actually me necessarily, but like as a, a family member, kind of. Mm. And, and I, you're coming out in your pajamas. No, I don't, but I kind of want to. And often I change halfway through the night into my pajamas. That's that's. that's that's the right choice. <laughs> Thanksgiving and Christmas, eventually you're going to want to change in your pajamas. That's a good vibes. <laughs> um, okay, so we need to end the night. By talking about hoodies? The hoodies. Okay. I don't even know what we're talking about here. Well, all I just because we teased this out, you in this conversation where I don't I was, remember. So I was kind of exciting. in a bitter mood. It's fine. Um, and Scott and Ruben were talking about hoodies. And Scott, you tried to argue and you were talking about hoodies. First of all, you were just saying they were trendy. Oh, and I'll like stand by that. going off about them being trendy and that they could be considered formal wear. Yes. And all I can stand say it. is it just, I don't like it when people tell me that something that I wear is trendy. Like it hmm. bothers me. Mm-hmm. And you just went off about how trendy sweatshirts are and like all these different people who wear sweatshirts and like all their like the history of them and I'm wearing my hoodie just feeling like gosh I'm just one of the crowd Mm. I'm just in the machine wearing the hoodie somehow it landed in my lap and here I am wearing a hoodie Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. just so average 
or uh, or uh, fashion forward or or in fashion in the forward. Yeah, or uh, or hip, for lack of a better word. Hmm. You're hip to the scene. You're wearing a hoodie. I, I don't know if I would consider it hip. I think hoodie is honestly, I haven't thought about this before, but probably just another version of the cardigan. I think one of the appeals to me is how universal it is. Mm-hmm. A hoodie can be punk. A hoodie can be hip hop. A hoodie can be preppy. A hoodie can be grunge. Yeah. All the things. All everybody has, everybody has their version of the hoodie. And I told you like tonight, I'm wearing a sweatshirt that I consider to be my favorite item I've purchased in the last probably six months. Mm-hmm. And it's nothing. It's just a green sweatshirt. It's a nice sweatshirt. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like, uh, you know, for whatever, in whatever way, certain companies, Filson is a Seattle company mm-hmm. that I think is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, this is a nice quality sweatshirt. It's not even a hoodie. It's just a crew neck sweatshirt, but a nice forest green. My 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 brother calls blousey. Blousey. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I honestly though, it's like I remember one time there was a like a luxury men's shop on Queen Anne, mm-hmm. and to me at the time, I thought it's a it's a men's clothing store. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they have nice stuff, but it's just a men's clothing store. Mm-hmm. And I remember this was probably like ten years ago. I remember it being before like a mission trip or retreat and I realized I hadn't, I don't even know how this thought crossed my mind. Oh my gosh, I don't have any white t-shirts packed. Hmm. I don't know why I would thought that. Hmm. So here I go running down the street to the men's clothing store. Mm-hmm. Go in, white t-shirts. Yep, of course, of course, white t-shirts. Here you go, $75 for a plain white t-shirt. What? Yes. What? Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Anything can be made to be sort of luxury. It's true. So I'm sure there's, you know, trash, casual, nonsense, random, nothing hoodies that people can just wear. Hmm. But there are also some luxury hoodies out there. Yeah. That are probably $700. And people put a lot of thought into it. And there it is. A hoodie. A hoodie. <laughs> yeah. It, that conversation gave me big thoughts just because you were talking about. And a hoodie is so essential to my own look mm-hmm. that it's just like it feels near and dear. But it's essential to so many people's looks. I have personally been cresting and going up a slope of, of wanting and considering hoodies more. So you've oh. caught me in that season of life. Mm-hmm. I bought a fluorescent People have so many different opinions. Everyone about this has color. thoughts on this like yellow. A, it's like I a call highlighter it like a yellow, fluorescent yellow green, uh, champion hoodie. But then I bought a. I've always wanted to buy an item from this company called Saturday NYC from New York, and I bought my first item from there. It's a black hoodie. Scott's an Enneagram Five again. <laughs> who does his research? Stuff. He studies yeah. all his clothing. <laughs> If I'm going to buy a hoodie, I've got to know about about 100 hoodies first before <laughs> I decide, which is its own sort of crazy in a way. But, <laughs> yeah. Did we solve hoodies? Um, we didn't do you, solve Do you want to say anything? Do you have any fresh thoughts about hoodies? Uh, I don't have fresh thoughts. I mean, I still wear my yellow hoodie. Yes. It's my safety blanket on yes. some sense. You have a big giant pink hoodie. I have a big giant pink hoodie. That's a blanket. 
It's a blanket. I have a hoodie that's a blanket yeah. in itself. It's called the Comfy. Wow. It's literally just so comfortable. <laughs> um, What's that big giant onesie thing that was on all the infomercials where people are ju- getting into it? Everybody's Anybody listening to this is going to know what I'm talking about. Snuggy? Snuggy, yeah. Snuggy. Yeah, you have you have like a hoodie snuggie. A hoodie snuggie. Yeah. It's rather <laughs> epic. Um, it turns out you were saying hoodies can be considered like formal wear. Yeah, nowadays. I mean, not in the sense of like similar to like a tux. A tux, but but um but appropriate for a nice event. Yeah. You know, not not going to the nice White hoodie. House or something like that or whatever, like a really hyper fancy thing. Uh, Kanye would show up in the White House with a hoodie. Sure, probably, <laughs> honestly. Yeah, well, he's got his own thing. He's got his own thing. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to have any concluding thoughts on on style? Oh, we hope that, I guess my (laughs) concluding thought would just be, I hope that this very chaotic episode of us kind of meandering through and being introspective about our own styles and influences and things like that just gives you permission to think about your own style. And um, I hope that your style can be celebrated and that, you can express yourself through your clothes. It's a really cool means of uh, kind of performing art, I think, in this society. Perform, we all have yeah, to wear yeah. clothes. <laughs> we we got to well, do it. Who knows? Maybe not. <laughs> I mean, depending on where you live, you, but you probably got to wear clothes to stay warm and dry. <laughs> um, so... It's no small thing. I'm glad that we. I'm glad we did this topic. I it's think. Interesting. I think this really truly feels. This I think since the playlist episode, honestly, <laughs> feels like the type of conversation that inspired <laughs> inspired us. You know, us just like yeah, talking forever about some random. Yeah. Thing. Now we've gotten uh, admirably and I'm proud of this into a space on the podcast where we're wanting to talk about some more serious things, whether mm-hmm. it's like racism or wellness or defense mechanisms, Enneagram, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's good. And, and we're curious and they're slightly deeper, mm-hmm. but, um, the whole thing kind of started with like us noticing that we're in the car talking about hoodies for like 30 minutes. And people yeah. are like, what the heck? How are they still talking about hoodies? This is, this is our daily lives. And we're like, we're just getting started here, folks. <laughs> you think you've not seen nothing yet. If we get, if, if we're given the space, we could talk about hoodies for another two hours. <laughs> and, and not only that, but we're going to, we need to look this up. It's true. We need to look up the history of hoodies. We need to find some pictures. We need to find somebody wearing. I am <laughs> curious about what the first like iconic hoodie <laughs> moment was. When does a hoodie get created, invented? <laughs> the first iconic hoodie moment. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> this is a serious I'm question that science serious. needs I to I know what the most us. iconic, I, for all the people out there, my iconic <laughs> yellow hoodie, its iconic origin story is from a mere selfie of Tyler yes. Joseph with his yellow hoodie. Yellow hoodie. That's Way that's, before, way before the yellow came out in the doesn't album. Doesn't go back that far. <laughs> maybe maybe about a year ago, but <laughs> but the, but but the hoodie in general, Always. who knows? Who knows? I bet we'd be surprised. <laughs> Could go back to medieval times. I mean, I remember. I don't think well, so. Well, Joanna Newsom had some sort of hood on that picture <laughs> we posted on <laughs> our SoundCloud. So who knows about hoods? Hoods. <laughs> People have been wearing hoods. I bet that's what it would get into. It'd get into a deep Dude, dive hoods. on the concept of hoods. Little yeah. Red Riding Hood. All of a sudden, <laughs> the first hoodie. <laughs> See? Oh. See how interesting it get? 
next episode, <laughs> hoodies. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, everybody. That's I think it. this is We're, it. We like to say good night because it's night here for us, but um, good day to you. Good afternoon. Good. Um, I hope that you dress fun today. Hope you have a nice, fun dressing day. Goodbye. Macy is putting down her microphone. Next episode, most likely, we're not promising, it could be on our favorite albums of the year. Stay tuned. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening. Goodbye. Goodbye.